The word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Coming your way today is Dr. Anastasia Bruce on the Shama Podcast. Do listen and be blessed. Father, we thank you for the blessing to hear your word. We pray that you will change us by the power of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Love your neighbor. Today with emphasis on the Good Samaritan. Luke chapter 10 verse 25 to 37. Uh, it's, it's going to be our, our emphasis. I'm going to read from Luke. It's a, it's a story of uh, the Good Samaritan. Okay. Luke chapter 10 verse 36 to 37 says, Which now of these three thinkers thou was neighbor unto him that fell among among the thieves sorry and he said he that showed mercy on him then said jesus unto him go and do likewise hallelujah let me read a story from 25 down to 37 hallelujah and uh, i think i'm going to read from the new living translation says, one day an expert in religious law stood up and to test Jesus by asking him this question. Teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus replied, what does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? Eh? You cry. It's like you're reading the thing upside down. Emphasis mine. <laughs> the man answered, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. And... Love your neighbor as yourself. Right, Jesus told him. Do this and you will live. The man wanted to justify his actions, so he asked Jesus, who, who, and who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? Jesus replied with a story. A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him up, and left him half dead beside the road. By chance, a priest came along. But when he saw the man lying there, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. A temple assistant walked over and looked at him lying there. But he also passed by on the other side. Then a despised Samaritan came along, and when he saw the man he felt compassion for him going over to him the samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn where he took care of him the next day he handed the innkeeper two silver coins telling him take care of this man if his bill runs higher than this i'll pay you the next time i'm here now, which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by bandits? Jesus asked. The man replied, the one who showed him mercy. Then Jesus said, yes, now go and do the same thing. Praise the Lord. The one who showed him mercy. The one who, who is my neighbor. The one who shows mercy. The one who shows mercy. Hallelujah. So beautiful, beautiful, beautiful scripture. Hallelujah. And uh, we're just going to delve in in our devotional today. 
a lawyer who wanted to bother Jesus went to him to ask him what he can do to have eternal life. And Jesus referred him to the law of loving God and loving others. He himself actually even volunteered that information, and rightly so. The lawyer, still wanting to be more controversial, went ahead to ask, And who is my neighbor? Jesus answered with this story of a traveler who was an unfortunate man to have fallen among thieves, stripped of his clothes, wounded, and left half dead. He was just, you know, weak. The weakened, they broke his, broke, broke his bones, you know, just beat the man up and, 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 and ran away and left. The Bible said they departed and left. A priest who traveled by and saw uh, uh, who, who, uh, a priest who traveled by and saw him pass by to the other side. And then a Levite, a temple assistant, who was also at that place, came close to have, uh, have a look at him, only to pass by on the other side. A third man, a certain Samaritan, the Bible says, came near, who came near, he did the opposite thing. Hallelujah. Let's read 33 to 35 again. It says, But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn or a hotel and took care of him or like a hospital or some, some place like that. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two pence or two silver coins and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Hallelujah. The Samaritan had feelings for the wounded traveler, possibly because he also recognized that, Hey, I'm also a traveler, just like this wounded man. I'm also a traveler. What if the bandits showed up on me and attacked me? What if I died? What if I was left half dead? by this roadside what if this could be me you understand this could be me because jesus started his story by saying that a man a certain man journeyed from Jer uh, jerusalem to jericho it's just a journey man all of us are journeying people all of us are we have we are traveling from birth to death <laughs> it's like these are the two points for every human being or every person we are traveling from birth to the place called birth and a place called death Every person is born, and everybody moves towards death, <laughs> and we, ex we exit. It's as if we are all headed towards that place. Hallelujah. And so anything that happens to you along life's way, often it's the same thing that is happening to other people. You understand? And you need to be able to, when you are going through something, you will have the feeling that, ah, this thing that I'm going through, maybe it's also what somebody else is going through, or if you hear that something bad is happening to someone, hey, this thing that is happening to this person, maybe it could be me. You understand? Because we are all travelers. How come a Levite, also a traveler, the Bible said he was also passing by. He came, he didn't pay attention to the fact that uh, I'm also a traveler. Even though I'm headed, I'm a priest, I'm headed for the synagogue. Or I'm headed for the church, I'm headed for the temple. But... I mean, I'm also a traveler as I'm going, even though I'm going to, he had his eyes so fixed on his destination, he couldn't think about the things that were happening. He thought that, oh, once I'm in church, I'm in heaven. Once I'm in, uh, 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 I'm the head of the synagogue, I, I've arrived. 
once I have, I, I'm headed for this place, uh, you know, that kind of delusion of feeling that, oh, once I have done, I have gotten this and that and that in life, I have arrived. There is no, nothing like I have arrived till you die. Because like I said, we are all headed there. Birth, death, you understand? So every state today, you're a rich man, you have your own house, you have your, built your, your car, you have your own job there. He said, you have not arrived. You are still a traveler. You see, that feeling of, I have this, I have that, I've accomplished this, I have accomplished that, or, oh, I have this, I have that, what else do I need? It's a false, uh, 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 it's, it's a false feeling, you understand, because it makes you feel like I have it all, I'm not a traveler. So when you see somebody who is traveling, somebody, something is happening to them along life's way, it's like you don't have feelings for them, you understand? You don't have feelings for them. But from today, may you not be at any destination yet. Amen. Oh, yes. May you be a traveler. Because this is what it takes to be merciful. A traveler. Journeying along life's way. Always having that mindset. I'm just passing through this world. This world is not my home. I'm just traveling through. Rather than, oh, now I can buy my own lipstick. I can do my own hair. I can now we have arrived. It's like it makes it like a, it gives you a false. It's that's not how life is supposed to be. Oh, if you live that way, you never be able to fulfill the royal law that says that love your neighbor as yourself. The kingdom is for is for earth. It's it's a kid. It's the kingdom of heaven, but it's destined to come and reign here on earth. How can it reign successfully here on earth? We all have to have that mindset that. This world is not our home. That's basically how the kingdom operates. That's what Jesus means by saying that love your neighbor as yourself. That's what the Bible means by saying that love your neighbor as yourself. You need to change your mindset. Because that's how Jesus answered the man, the answer is in how Jesus answered the man. Jesus said, how readest thou the law? How readest thou? How have you been reading the Bible? You've been reading it upside down. Hmm? But today... Take note of how Jesus answered the question when the man asked, Who is my neighbor? Then Jesus started, A certain man journeyed from Jerusalem to Jericho, moving from one place to the other, from bed to death, from Kanishi to Kolibu, from uh, uh, where? From where to where? Which are, where? Move from one place to the other. So life is all about us being travelers because none of us was here in the first place and none of us is going to be here forever we are all traveling so may your mindset about being just being a traveler be strengthened be increased be doubled be 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 be, be fortified instead of thinking that oh i've arrived at my destination hallelujah somebody this is what it means to, it takes to be merciful oh yes so you see that the Levites, he didn't have feelings because he was fixed on the, the temple where he was going. He said, oh, I have a ministry already. Oh, I have a, this already. I have a house. I have, a, I have everything already. Oh, I have the, all these things. I just have to show up where I'm going and, and that's it. I have a destination already. I have a good job already. Let me hurry up and get to the job. You know, I have this and that already. May our mindsets change for the better. 
Hallelujah. So you see that we become good neighbors when we recognize that we have something in common with others who may be needing help along life's way. Becoming a good neighbor begins with paying attention to the things that occur while we wait to get to where we are going. Just being a waiter, just loving the process of waiting. You know, God, that is what it takes to... Uh, uh, to be a God chaser, to be all that God wants to make you. God simply wants you to make you a waiter. Not in always in a hurry to get this and that, but just make you a waiter. Oh, yes. That's why the Bible says that don't eat of the fruits of this tree. In the day that you eat it, you will surely die. Then the, the question of the, the tempter comes. In the day that, which day? Which day? Eh? Which day that you eat it? Maybe that day hasn't come. Let's eat it today. And then you eat it and then maybe that is the day that you are supposed to die. You know. So, unless God has told you that this is the day you can eat it. It's not. You have to wait. Praise the Lord. So, God is only is just interested in us being waiters. Always asking him. Inquiring of him. Shall I do this? Shall I? Like, always being in tune, in touch with him. Always just asking him what to do before we do things. Just being waiters. And that is the essence of life. Love is patience. Love is waiting. Before waiting till it's the right time to do something. Hallelujah. And being a good waiter, being a good lover, being a good, uh, having a good patient spirit is all about taking note of the things that are occurring whilst you are waiting. Whilst we are waiting to get to heaven, let's take note of the things that are happening here on earth. Whilst we are waiting to get to church, take note of the things that are the events that are happening whilst you are here to church, on your way to church. Whilst you are here, I can't wait for Sunday to come. I want to go and dance in church. What about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, uh, Saturday? What about all those days? What is happening in all those days? Are, are they for Satan? Huh? And therefore, Satan is, is Christianity all about what you go and do on Sunday? What about Monday? What about Tuesday? You see, oh, everything matters. Everything matters. Hallelujah. And Jesus must be involved in every single aspect of our lives. That's how we become, a, 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 that's how we develop a good uh, attitude of love and patience and not being in a hurry for things. All the time praise the lord so we shouldn't be the whole thing is about not being coming too fixated on oh i have a house that is full of all supplies i have a i'm enjoying myself i have a husband who loves me i have children oh i've arrived i have grandchildren oh i'm done i have this i have that i have that i have a car i have in fact any kind of car i want to ride i can't ride everything that i need i have it Arrival mentality, destination mentality, is a killer to the spirit of love. It's a killer to the spirit of waiting. It's a killer to the spirit of mercy. Today may you be delivered from all that. Hallelujah. Because that's what the Levite and that's what the, the priest fell short of. All of us like church, isn't it? We like going to church. We like we are all like priests. We like serving in the house of God. But today, 
we have to awaken to the fact that it's not all about what we do in the temple, but it's also about what we do whilst we are getting ready to go to the temple. All of that matters. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So don't become too fixated on having a house full of supplies, enjoying yourself in it while people living around you suffer. For example, remember that you are only a traveler and the people who may be living around you who may not have as much as you do may be the ones who may have fallen among the thieves. Yes, they don't have as much as you do because they may have fallen among thieves. Thieves have stolen from them that which they could have been added to their lives to make them look sumptuous and make them look filled up. Hallelujah. So... Remember what it was like when you didn't have a house, if now you have a house. Remember what it was like when you didn't have something, if now you think you have something. Remember, remember, okay? And you can only remember if you enjoyed the process uh, uh, that it took to get you to where you are. You, 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 you may be now. Hallelujah. Remember what it was like before God reached out and helped you and saved you and gave you something or delivered you from something. Remember the road and take note of the journey more than you do of the destination. Will you stop for another traveler along life's way who is in danger of dying? Like this good Samaritan stopped for the traveler, the other traveler who fell amongst thieves and bandits. Will you stop for a person like that? Will you go to him? Will you bind up his wounds? Will you, will you pour oil or emollients on, on wine or alcohol or methylated spirits huh, to clean his wounds? Will you do that? Will you have first aid skills <laughs> for travelers? Eh? You have a first aid kit box, something you can use to help somebody who is dying. And maybe, we, maybe all of us should be carrying cotton balls and a little spirits and a little uh, medicine in our bags wherever we are going. Maybe that's what it means to be a traveler, a good traveler or a good Samaritan. Ready? Maybe some you maybe you meet somebody who is dying. Maybe it could even be you who is dying along the way. <laughs> God have mercy on us. Hallelujah. So will you be ready to pay hospital bills? Will you be able to send somebody who is ill? Because you see, if it were you, you will wish for that. If you were you that God forbid a car hits you. And people are just passing by you and not minding you. Oh, it, I think the feeling will be so bad. It will be such a bad feeling, terrible feeling. Like you are just dying. And human beings just like you, they're in a hurry to go to church. And you'll be lying there. They're in a hurry to go to work. They're in a hurry. It's like, you can't come and stop me. You can't come. Oh, oh Jesus. I can't, I can't imagine what I would feel if I were the man lying there dying. The Bible says half dead. Half dead. Mm. Jesus, have mercy on us. So will you be able to pay hospital bills? You see, that means that to be really merciful, we should be able to have enough to take care of others. Look at how he, even, he said that he was even ready to cover more debts incurred in the course of the health care of the stranger. May you have enough to take care of strangers, have enough to take care of people that is like, they may never pay you back. You may never even see again. But you can spend a lot on them. <laughs> you are getting into that place because the Lord is magnifying himself in you. The Lord is putting his spirit of royalty upon you. The Lord is calling you from the rags into his riches. Oh, yes. 
by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Otherwise, how can you care for the dying? How merciful can you be to another traveler along life's way? You see, this is the real reason for possessing riches. This is the real reason. If you have such a heart, God won't mind blessing you and crowning you with riches. You see that the first of all, you have to change your heart. Don't you think so? First of all, you have to change your heart. That's why it's no good to be hasty to be rich. You're in a hurry. Oh, if, I, if only I could get $1 million to the... What are you going to use all that for? Huh? Instead, spend time to love God, wait on Him, just love and search for Him in His Word, you know, prayer, worship, just wanting Him. And then you see that He'll be changing your heart. Your heart must be good. The Bible said the royal law is found in Scripture. Your heart must be good. The law must be in your heart and in your mouth for you to be considered royalty enough, for God to put riches in your hands so that you can be a blessing to others. Love your neighbor as yourself. Hallelujah. Love your neighbor as yourself. You get to love your neighbor when you recognize, hallelujah, when you recognize that you need to be a neighbor to be your neighbor. The critic answered his own question in the long run. He that shows mercy on his neighbor, he is the neighbor to the neighbor. Love your neighbor as yourself, who is also a neighbor. You are also a neighbor. If the worst happens to you today, how would you expect a neighbor to treat you? Think about it and do the same thing for others. God bless you so much. And may your heart be full of these desires, desires for mercy, to become merciful that you might hope to also obtain mercy one day before the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Shama podcast. Until our next episode, I'd say Shama. Yes, here again, meditate, obey, and experience divine transformation in your life. God bless you.